tremendous day here at this Bible conference. As Brother Tenney has said, some of the most powerful preaching, I guess I said that last night. I, I, uh, I have just been blessed, so blessed hearing the good word of the Lord. I wish I was like Brother Barnes in the sense that somebody called me and I'd say, yes, I'm expecting you to call. And uh, God just talked to me and I'm, I'm your man. And uh, I, I'm not putting that down. Don't misunderstand. I think that's fantastic. But I, I always fall off of my seat about when somebody calls me to, to come, you know. My brother-in-law... Uh, used to come to Fort Smith, Arkansas a lot. They'd have an annual parade up there on Rodeo Day, and they'd have horses from Oklahoma and, and uh, all over the country. <clears throat> and uh, he didn't call them horses. He called them horses. He said, man, i never seen so many horses in all my life. And... Uh, <clears throat> You know, a horse is, is something else, a real horse, you know. And uh, Louisiana is full of preachers that are horses. <laughs> They're real preachers, you know. And uh, for me to get to come down here and be in the midst of all these good brethren and be a part of this, it's just, uh, it just almost overwhelms me. And everybody's been so kind. We've had a great time. Praise the Lord. I'm happy tonight. How about you? I'm happy tonight. Amen. How is it, ask a man one time, is <clears throat> that your religion's been going on for nearly 2,000 years and it's in, not influenced more people than it has? And for the reply, the man answered, How is it that water's been flowing for 2,000 years and there's still a whole lot of people that are dirty? And uh, it's not the fault of the water, is it? that people prefer to be dirty. Not at all. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not the fault of Christianity and of this message if people do desire in their heart not to want the remedy of salvation in their life. Glory to God. You feeling good? Are you really feeling good tonight? <clears throat> I'm feeling better. Praise God. Praise God. Would you sing one song with me? Before you're seated, if those, uh, <clears throat> we're going to sing the joy of the Lord is my strength. All right? And on the second verse, we're going to sing the devil doesn't like it. Ha, 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 ha. Amen. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Sing it again. Oh, yes, the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, well, the devil doesn't like it. Ha, ha, ha. The devil doesn't like it, ha ha ha. Oh well, the devil doesn't like it, ha ha ha. 
Oh, but the joy of the Lord. Oh, yes, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When I awakened this morning, I picked up my Bible and I was reading out of the book of Romans. I never dreamed when I came to church this morning that uh, I would hear exactly what I heard. I had no idea that Sister Tenney was going to come and speak to this conference and dissect that word joy and talk to us about it like she did. But I had that very topic on my mind this morning. Brother Tenney told me it must be the will of God. So since it must be the will of God tonight, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about joy. Hallelujah. Is that all right? Re repeat after me, if, if you would, as I read this verse of Scripture in the 14th chapter of the book of Romans. Would you repeat after me? For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy 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 in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I think that's about the only scripture she didn't read this morning when she was telling us about that, but that's on my heart tonight. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. And everybody say joy. joy. Praise God for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Did you know that is a rare thing in the lives of a lot of people today? That's a rare thing in the lives of a lot of Pentecostal people today. I liked so well that little illustration she gave when the mother would hear her son come through the door after school and there would, would be no, no salutation, no greetings, no calling out or anything. And finally the mother would say, Is that you, Johnny? And, and the way he answered, the way he responded, it would be almost immediately... Uh, told to the mother exactly whether that was a depressed child that came in or whether uh, something had happened that caused it not to be very happy. On the other hand, she said sometimes when they would come in, before anybody would say anything, say, Hi, Mom, I'm home. Quite a difference, isn't it? I, I appreciated that little illustration that, that, that she used there. Because joy does happen to be a rare thing in the lives of people today. And I hope and pray to God as I grow older that I can continue to have the joy of the Lord in my heart. Praise God. There are some people in this world that know very little about it. There are some people, if they walked in this building tonight and said anything, you'd think somebody turned the lights off. That's right. There are some people that are so unhappy with no joy in their heart. If they'd been on a seven-day fast and you gave them a hot 
bite of a glazed donut, they'd talk about the hole in it, you know. Amen. Just don't know, don't have any joy in there. I'm glad they sell donut holes. That's maybe for folks like that, you know. But uh, there are people that just have no joy in, in their soul whatsoever. We sing a song, so this, this man that's led this choir or led this congregational singing has just been fantastic. Praise God. I wish I had him in Arkansas to lead Brother Cox every camp meeting we have. He gets with the program, but he radiates a little joy in his heart, doesn't he, when he, when he leaves. We sing that song sometimes, I have found the joy no tongue can tell, how its waves of glory roll. It's like a great or flowing well springing up within my soul. What is it? it it's joy unspeakable. We sing about that, don't we? Praise God. I, I'm not talking about those things that are temporary. The world has a lot of temporary joy. Uh, there's a certain amount of joy that they get out of the picture show, but it doesn't last very long. There's a certain amount of joy they get out of the ball games, and there's a certain amount of joy that they get out of the country club balls at New Year's Eve and so on and so forth, but, but it's temporary joy. It's temporary satisfaction. If you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus come into your heart. Praise God. Praise God. Paul and a colleague of his were walking down an old dusty New Testament road one day, a group of people out in the distance in a synagogue there, and, and they walked in. And the rabbi happened to call them up and uh, uh, there was a group of people, they were tired physically, they were drawn emotionally, they were concerned economically and, and every other way. And the rabbi called them up, and, and let me tell you what he didn't say to them. He didn't say, have you got some kind of an axe to grind? <laughs> he didn't say, have you got some contention to cause? He didn't say, have you got some crows to pick? Or have you got some bananas to peel? <laughs> He didn't, he didn't say anything like that. The Bible said, after the reading of the law and the prophets, he said this, Men and brethren, if you have any word of encouragement, say on. <laughs> if you got anything good you'd like to share with us, say on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I got happy, Brother Coleman, that that time over in, in uh, Jerusalem. You were there at the, where were we, Brother Tenney? The Mount of the Ascension spot there, you know. And my, they, we were getting happy around that place. I was standing right in front of the preacher. Brother Coleman was up on the wall. Amen. But the joy of the Lord was there. It was really there, Brother Coon. And, uh, I don't know, was it brother uh, from California, San Diego, preaching? And he, he was just preaching away, and I'm standing right in front of the man, you know. And, and all of a sudden, he said, you know, folks, he said, here we are out here at this very place that's so holy. And did you know, he said, the Lord could come right this minute. And when he said minute, a jet went over and broke the sound barrier. And a boom went off that scared the fire out of me. I was trying to get off of the ground. I, 
I thought the, I thought the Lord had come. I thought the Lord had come. And I was trying to get off the ground. I think Brother Coleman jumped off the wall, you know. But irregardless, <laughs> there was a lot of joy there, you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Scared the fire out of us, didn't it? Praise God. But I, that's a funny feeling, thinking the rapture's taking place and you didn't have no power to, to, to get gone, you know. Amen. Amen. Well, we can laugh about that right, right now. But I, I think we ought to be so happy and, and expectant about the coming of the Lord that we kind of be on our tiptoes a little bit. Hallelujah. And expecting the coming of the Lord. When he said, look out for your redemption, Lord, now, that ought to put something down inside our soul that would make it turn over just a little bit. Hallelujah. And the joy of the Lord there. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Now, I said Sister Tenney dissected that word today. I'm just going to hit about three top spots with regard to it that I noticed. Praise God. I think that there are only... And there may be more, but there are about three places in the Bible, in the Bible where there is said or have implied that there is joy in heaven. Joy in heaven. First of all, in Job 38 and 7, the Bible tells us when the world was created that the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for what? Joy. Hallelujah. I said they shouted for what? <laughs> Joy. Praise God. And secondly, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Luke 2, 14, the Bible tells us that that angelic choir sang, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And then lastly, Luke 15, 7, the Bible tells us, I say unto you that likewise joy. I say unto you, likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. Amen. So then, I said there was a, uh, implied or, or, or said in the Word of God three joys mentioned uh, in the Bible as to have taken place in the heavens. First of all, joy in heaven when the world was created. Morning stars sang together, sons of God shouted for joy. Secondly, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Thirdly, joy in heaven over one sinner. Let's go to that first one for just a few minutes. Amen. Joy in heaven when the world was created. Now you say, Brother Lumpkin, are we out here to create some worlds? No, we're not going to be creating any worlds. But I want to tell you tonight this that there is joy in creation. Hallelujah. Say that with me. Joy in creation. Say it again. Joy in creation. There's joy in the heart of a poet who completes his sonnet. There's joy in the heart of a writer that finishes his book. There's joy in the heart of an artist that finishes his picture. There's joy in the heart of a musician that puts the fine lyrics to his number. There's Joy in those areas. You say, Brother Lumpkin, I'm not an artist. I'm not a writer. I'm not a poet. I'm, I'm not a musician. I'm not any of that. That doesn't matter whether you are or you aren't. Praise God. There is joy in areas of creation 
in your walk with God and in your worship and in your relationship to Him that can put a skip in your step, praise God, and a praise in your heart. Well, what do you mean? Well, I, I can just think of one, for instance, when I can remember years ago when a dear old sister in our church came every morning at 7 o'clock. You could set your alarm by it. Her job was to go into the church. She would get a broom. She would get a dust cloth. She would get a mop. And for about two hours, she had the happiest time of her day. Praise God. Singing all the time that she was cleaning up the church. You say, Brother Lumpkin, that's not my job. That don't make a whole lot of sense. And I know there are not many people that like to have that job right now. But let me tell you something. There's joy in that. Hallelujah. There's joy in that. There's joy in that. Joy in creation. I remember the first church I ever had, I put a little uh, room on the back of it. It wasn't but about 17 by 9 or 10. And it was just a little thing. But I'd work on that thing all day long. And, and when I, I'd get through, I'd go out and, and I'd observe it and look around, wonder why cars weren't stopping to, to see that thing, you know. After all, I had some asphalt tile on it and, and some concrete blocks. And, and uh, man, I'd work all day and I'd get out there and just look at that. And I, to me, it was a cathedral. Praise God. Not a soul ever stopped. Stuck on the back of that building, they couldn't hardly see it, I guess. But nonetheless, I knew in my heart that I was creating something. There was going to be a place where men and women would find the Lord in the power of His resurrection. Praise God that souls would be saved in that little prayer room filled with the Holy Ghost. And I got happy about it. It doesn't take a whole lot to make me happy when it comes to having a relationship with God that puts joy in my heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's joy in creation. Praise God, joy in creation. Hallelujah. You can have it. Amen. I believe I'll step over that Kleenex in the aisle of the church because somebody might want to come along and pick that up. It's not going to be me. Praise God. I know that's so elementary, what I'm saying here tonight, but it's so true. Praise God. There's joy in creation. Finding something in your relationship with God that'll make you happy. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. The angelic choir sang their anthem, Glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, good will toward men. The greatest act of sympathy that this world has ever known, praise God, is the incarnation. I said it's the greatest act of sympathy this world has ever known for our God to leave royal diadem and come and walk across this old earth with us. Praise God. He set an example also that puts joy in my heart. You say, what are you talking about, Brother Lumpkin? I am talking about this. I am talking about the joy of fellowship. The joy of fellowship. Would you say it? The joy of fellowship. One more time. The joy of fellowship. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful thing to be able to turn around in your local church and, 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 and be able to enter into the broken heart of another or, or to share the joy of another, to, to have the, the fellowship that goes with this wonderful truth that you and I have. Praise God. I want you to know there's joy in fellowship. There's joy in fellowship. 
Hallelujah. And you'll never know all of that joy if you go eat a hamburger with the same old man ever, ever Sunday night. You don't ever get a chance to visit with anybody else. You got your own little clique and you never get out of it. And, and as a result of it, you, you just never have nobody but me, myself, and I. I want you to know there's joy in fellowship. And there's somebody out there that you might never sit down and have a bowl of soup with that you'll find out they're a pretty good boy or they're a pretty good lady and you'll enjoy the joy of fellowship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love to see somebody come in our district. When they come in, they just they just roll their sleeves up and, and they dig right. They, they don't isolate themselves. They, they don't get over in the corner and say, well, I don't know about this one. I don't know about that one, and, and I, I don't think I'd like that guy. He doesn't walk to suit me. Well, listen, if he don't press, he's all right. Praise God. As long as he's, <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah, I'd feel the same way if he, you know, if he said, I'm going to hit you with a fist. But uh, that's one thing, you know. Praise God. But if he stomps just a little bit when he walks, that's all right. Hey, you can't judge a man by just observing him from way back out somewhere and, 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 and never have the privilege of knowing what he is. That's joy and fellowship. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Don't stand in the background and withdraw yourself and isolate yourself. One of the, one of the things that happened to the children of Israel the Bible tells us they got so discouraged because of the way they were warming themselves around the fire of, of uninvolvement and spiritual immobility and, and, and not involved in, in what was, what's going on. Oh, praise God. Whether I was up here on this platform, uh, if I was sitting down there in one of those chairs tonight, I'd still be the happiest man in shoe leather for the very privilege of knowing that God gave me an opportunity to have fellowship with men and brethren that love the Lord. Who celebrate it? Joy and fellowship. Joy and fellowship. Hallelujah. The Lord set that example. Amen. There are no big Ikes and little U's in this thing. I've never believed in spiritual superstars. I just don't believe that. Praise God. I believe if you love the Lord with all your heart and you do the very best you can do, praise the Lord, that the Lord God loves you as much as He loves anybody else and He'll bless you just as much as anybody else. Hallelujah. I believe that. Praise God. Joy and fellowship. I remember once when I was in Iowa and I'd built a church there and and there was an old brother in that church that, that had a big family. He lived on the other side of the tracks, as it were. And uh, if you lived on this side of the tracks, you weren't too high on the hog. But at any rate, that old brother would, 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 would work 10, 12 hours in the evening shift from about 2 in the afternoon to two in the morning, but every morning at seven o'clock, he'd, he'd be there helping me dig a footing or mixing mud or, or whatever. His name was Jake, Brother Jake. Just as sure as seven o'clock would roll around, somebody would knock on my door. When Jake, when Jake came to church, if, if uh, narrow ties were in style, 
he had a wide one. If wide lapels were in style, he had narrow ones. If uh, alligator shoes were the thing, he always had brogans, you know. And, uh, and whatever the style, he was the opposite. And uh, that wasn't by preference, I'm sure. He just was a poor, hard-working man. He lived way back on the other side of the tracks. The things we take for granted in, in the way of uh, uh, utilities and all of that was just was something that that family knew not. But he was one of the most faithful men, Brother Tenney, one of the most faithful men. And when I resigned that church, when I resigned that, that church, I, I, I think the toughest thing for me was to, to walk up to Brother Jake and, and tell him goodbye. And uh, he'd just standing off to the side a little bit. And I knew he loved his pastor. I knew that. I knew that. And it was so difficult. That was the hardest thing for me. And I left and I, I walked out of Jake's life and, and on to Minnesota and back to Missouri. And, and two or three years later, one, one afternoon, I was, I was there in St. Louis and just got home six or seven o'clock in the evening and, and the doorbell rang. And I went to the door and opened the door and and there stood old brother Jake, still out of style, wide tie, narrow lapel, brogans, standing there grinning, just grinning at me. I don't know how to tell you what, what that meant to me. Man, I swung that door open. I grabbed him and jerked him in the house. I've said I, I pulled him in the kitchen, fed him the best bologna I had, and... and <laughs> Set up all night long, visiting with him and having fellowship with him because it was something that meant so much to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wrote a letter to him a few months ago, and I had no idea he was in, in a, a nursing home at the time. And, and his pastor told me that, that he took the letter to him, and, and he got the letter just about three days before he, he went to be with the Lord. And how he held on to that letter and how much he appreciated it. Joy in fellowship. Joy in fellowship. There ought to be joy in fellowship. There ought not to be animosity in fellowship. There ought not to be apprehensions and anxiety and trouble and suspicion and all of that. There ought to be joy in fellowship. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God set the example for it. He didn't put us in competition with one another. He didn't make us up in some measure where we wouldn't like this brother because of this or that brother because of that or that sister. He set the example of a joy in fellowship. Angels sing when he come to walk across this old terra firma. I said angels say, uh, an angelic choir sing when he set the example of joy in fellowship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy. Fellowship. 
Don't isolate yourself. Don't warm yourself around the fire of uninvolvement and, and indifference. And, 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 and don't make up your mind about your brother or your sister. Or if someone said, Brother Tenney don't like me, he walked down the aisle and he didn't shake hands with me tonight. Oh, my God. My God. I remember one time a lady stopped me way over on the right-hand side of our, our church and pulled me by the arm and said, Brother Lumpkin, you see that woman way over there in that corner? And I needed a pair of binoculars almost to pick her out. I said, I think I do. Uh, yeah, well, what is it? She said, she don't like me. I said, she don't like you? No, she don't like me. How do you know she don't like you? Brother Coon is almost a uh, replica of some of the things you said to her. I said, how do you know? She said, I saw how she looked at me. I saw how she looked at me. It's amazing how many people make up their mind about a future fellowship as a result of somebody looking. That poor woman might have been blind. She might have had glass eyes. Who knows, you know? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you I feel that tonight. I want you to know I believe that tonight. There ought to be joy in fellowship. We ought to have those brother Jakes in our lives and, and, and those sisters in our lives that perhaps we need to share a good, godly fellowship with them that will bring a little joy in their heart. You tell you a little bit. Joy in creation. Joy in fellowship. Praise God. Praise God. If we have everything, Sister Timmy, you've dissected. And you, you told us about today with regard to that business of joy. We'll want to create things to do in the behalf of God's work. We'll want to have fellowship with our brothers, praise God, without suspicion in our minds and our hearts about them. Finally, finally, the Bible tells us there's joy in finding Joy in heaven over one sinner that repents. Likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. Joy in creation, joy in fellowship, and joy in finding lost things. Everybody say lost things. Anybody ever lost anything? Brother Tenney lost his Bible tonight. He felt so bad about it. Sister Tenney said, have you tried to look under your seat, your car? Yes, I looked under the seat. But he looked again, and he said, well, what do you know? Here's my Bible. And, and he got, you could tell he was elated a little bit over there. Because his joy in finding lost things. Amen. I lose a lot of things. I, I, uh I could have been shot many times breaking in my house because I didn't have a key to open the door. Anybody else like that? I could have literally been shot, Brother Coleman. I've looked around when I've busted out windows going through the basement there and hoping nobody thought I was a peeping Tom or something like that, you know. Keys. Have a problem with it. My wife's lost hers. She, she's afflicted with the same disease. And, uh,
had on a red sock and a green sock. And I thought if I could get my hands on my wife, I'd choke her. And I lose socks. Never both of them. I lose gloves. Gloves. I can't keep gloves. I got a lot of gloves, though. They just don't match. They, because I only lose one of them. One of them. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen. I remember one time finding a set of keys. And uh, we were living in St. Louis, and my, two of my kids were still kind of small. And, and uh, uh, I put on a coat, and I reached in my pocket, and, and there those keys that my wife had lost was in my pocket. <laughs> and uh, I got excited. found those keys. I said, hey, Gene, <laughs> Mickey, Jim, meet me up here in the living room. I... I Hey, I found the keys. I found the keys. Found the keys. Joy in finding lost things. The shepherd rejoiced when he found his lost sheep. The widow rejoiced when he found his lost coin. It's joy in finding lost things. When something reappears that you lost a long time ago it brings joy it may not be a pair of socks it might not be a pair of gloves it might not be a set of keys it might be a relationship that you had with the lord back when it was easy to kneel down and warm salty tears would flow down your face Praise God. Joy in finding lost things. Hallelujah. I remember one Sunday evening there was a family that come to our church and they were there strictly because of the fact that on Sunday morning their pastor had told them that, that tongues were of the devil. And they knew there was a church there in that area and... and uh, they decided they'd just come check us out that night. And uh, this family came, husband and wife and two children sitting there, and the service was a beautiful service, and conviction was there. And, 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 and at the end of the service, the altar call given, I looked out over to my right, and, and I saw a beautiful 16-year-old girl with just tears falling down her face. I'm talking about a family that had come to check out a church that, that practiced tongues, and as a result, we were of the devil. And I looked out, and I saw that girl. And uh, they had never been there before. I made my way down, and I went right to where they were sitting, and I said, Honey, would you like to come down here and pray? And she nodded her head like that. I asked her family. I said, Is that all right? They nodded their head, Yes. And that young girl went down there and poured her heart out to God. And uh, I don't know whether I was feeling boldness or what, but I just said, uh, young lady, would, would you like to be baptized in Jesus' name? And she said, yes. And I went over to, to where her mother and father were sitting that had come to check out these devils. 
And uh, uh, I said, ma'am, your daughter has really got a touch of God on her. She wants to be baptized. Would you allow that? And they looked at each other like they, they were bewildered somewhat. And then they turned and just nodded their head a little bit. We took that young lady back in uh, the dressing room and they got her ready for baptizing and, and, and up the steps and into the baptistry and we baptized her. She went back down and and into the dressing room there and right there in that little room knelt down and God gave that girl a marvelous, wonderful experience of the Holy Ghost. It wasn't jabber, jabber, jabber. It was a genuine infilling. She talked in tongues like she had been talking in tongues for a long time. And I ran to the door and I, I, I saw the mother and dad anxiously looking over that way. And, and I, I did my hand like that and I, I said, come here. And they said, I said, yeah. They whistle. And they walked in that room, and that mother saw that daughter there, and she immediately fell on her face by her daughter and threw her arms around her. And, and she said, oh, oh, Sherry, oh, Sherry, you, you are so beautiful. Oh, she was rubbing her head and pat. She said, oh, oh, you look so beautiful. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. She was loving that girl and push her back and pull her to her and say, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. And her talking in tongues and her face aglow and, and her mother loving on. And all, all of a sudden, uh, she stopped and she looked at her mother. She said, oh, mama, mama, she said, you can have it too. You can have it too. This lady said, oh, oh, no, 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 Sherry, not me, not me, Sherry, I couldn't have it. No, sir, I, I'm so, I'm so dirty, I'm, I'm so filthy, I, I smoke three packs of cigarettes a day, I'm not worth anything. And I, and I started saying, yeah, that's right, tell him, tell him, you're not worth a plug nickel, tell him about it, tell him about it. Tell him about it. Tell him about it. And all of a sudden, while she was telling God how unworthy she was, God filled her with the Holy Ghost and fire. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. There's joy in finding lost things. There's joy in time. It didn't only make them happy. It didn't only make that family happy. Hallelujah, my tolerable. Yeah, I want you to know it set that church on fire. Hallelujah. Let's stand and praise the Lord. Glory to God. Oh, praise Him. We ought to have that kind of joy. There's still joy in finding lost things. I said there's still joy in finding lost things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy in creation. Joy in fellowship. Joy in finding lost things. The same three joys that heaven enjoys. It's in the church. Stay in the church. Don't give up the church. Love the church. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. 
Hallelujah. You love him? I love him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Tenny, for inspiring us today on that word joy. Hallelujah. It's not enough of it. We need more of it. It's in the church. Heaven's got it. Transfer it to the church. We've got it. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. I baptized an old boy one time about six foot eight. He was a monster. He's so big. When Baxter was so little, I had to do it in sections. But I did it. That old Baptist boy come out of that Baxter and went down to the altar, just laid across it. And all of a sudden, God filled him with the Holy Ghost. I mean, he never had anything. I've told this before. His eyes were as big as silver dollars. Amen. They tell me George Rowell, when he got the Holy Ghost, he didn't know much about praising God. He just said, hot dog. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hot dog. He say, thank you, Jesus. He just said, hot dog. Hot dog. Amen. And they said, he said, hot ziggerty. Hot ziggerty, whatever that is. That old boy's eyes were so big. I leaned over by him. I said, his name was Myers. And I said, Brother Myers, how do you feel? He looked up and said, I leaned over and I said, that's, that's great, Brother Myers, but, but how do you feel? His eyes big as silver dog. He looked up over those people. He said, whoo. I said, well, that's great. That's good. But really, I said, how do you feel? How do you feel? He stood up. He said, whoo. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I used to hear that a lot. <laughs> I think we need a more, a little bit more of that in our churches today. You know it? Hallelujah. Amen. He was so full of happiness, he didn't know how to express it. The joy of the Lord was in his heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's sing the joy of the Lord. What do you say? The joy. Oh, yes. Joy in creation. My strength. Oh, yes, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I said, The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy. Oh, well, the devil doesn't like it. Ah, ha, ha. Come on. He doesn't like what's to have joy. Oh, well, the devil doesn't like it. Ah, ha, ha. Ha, ha. the joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, the joy of the Lord. 
Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, well, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. One more time, everybody. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 Well, if you want joy, you must seek for it. Oh, if you want joy, you must seek for it. If you want joy, you must seek for it. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, the joy of joy, you must jump for it. Oh, if you want joy, you must jump for it. Oh, if you want joy, you must jump for it. Now the Bible says, leave for joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength.